Yo, today's QOD is, if it's important, they'll call you back. Here we go. Welcome back to the Quote of the Day show. I'm your host, Sean Croxton at SeanCroxton.com. We got Brian Tracy back on the show. And today, Brian is going to share some of his best tips when it comes to time management, especially when it comes to meetings. Brian Tracy's coming up. Okay, the next principle, number 10, is meetings. Meetings are an absolutely essential part of human life. We spend 75% of our time outside of our home and inside our home, communicating with other people. It's absolutely essential that we meet. Meetings are very, very productive uses of time, but 50 to 70% of meeting time is wasted. I read a statistic recently that says that the average person spends three to five years of their life in meetings. The average business person spends 25% of their day in meetings and is wasting more than half of that time. So here are some of the keys to, to using meetings as an effective business tool. Number one is have a purpose for a meeting. Make sure that it's crystal clear at the beginning what the purpose of the meeting is. If, the, if you are the person organizing the meeting, when you start the meeting, you say the purpose of this meeting is. And if you are not, when you sit down, you ask the person who is chairing the meeting, what is the purpose of this meeting? You look upon a meeting as an investment. Take the time, the dollar value of the time of each of the people at the table and look upon it as an investment of that many dollars in time. Best way to save time in meetings is what? Is don't go at all. If you can possibly avoid a meeting, don't go to it. If there's no need for you to be there, get the report on what happened later. Second thing we do when you do go to meetings is make sure that there's an agenda. An agenda is like a list, it's a track to run on. If the chairperson doesn't have a list, offer to put together a list or an agenda for them. Even if you just write it out and photocopy it, it's better than no list at all. Deal with the most important items first. When you have finished your contribution, ask if you can be excused and start and stop the meeting on time. Now, what's the biggest time waster in meetings? In my estimation, it's two things. The meeting goes off track and the conversation becomes irrelevant. Or second of all, people wait until the latecomer shows up. So here's the basic rule with meetings is always assume that the latecomer is not coming at all and start the meetings punctually. Start and stop the meetings at the specified time. Say the meeting will start at 8 and at 9. And at 9 o'clock, wrap up the meeting. Fair? Okay, that's how you handle meetings, and there's a lot more to it than that, but your skill, your ability to work well in meetings is a critical part of good time management. Number 11 is interruptions. The biggest single time wasters in the world of work within the office are interruptions, and the two major types of interruptions are telephone and walk-in visitors, people that just drop in to socialize and to talk to you. So how do you deal with these interruptions? Let's talk about the telephone first. The way that you deal with telephone interruptions is to remember this. When you were a child, the telephone was where you got phone calls from your boyfriend or your girlfriend. Today, we still are conditioned to have an irresistible urge to answer the phone. As a matter of fact, it's been demonstrated that you can get through to people on the phone that you could never, never get to physically because people cannot resist answering a ringing phone. You have to discipline yourself to remember that if it's important enough, they'll phone back. So here's some of the things you do with telephone calls. First of all, have your calls held. Tell somebody you're going to be in a meeting, you're going to be working, and have all your calls held for two or three hours, and then phone back all at once. 
Second of all, with regard to interruptions, if you don't have somebody to hold your calls, do what I do when I work at home. I unplug the telephone. How people say, well, what if it's important? If it's important, they'll call you back. Another thing that you can do if you can't stand unplugging the telephone is put on an answering machine and have the calls captured with an answering machine and then call them back at your own leisure. But don't be a slave to the telephone. The next principle with regard to interruptions is people. People, most people are time wasters. That's the basic rule. Most people are time wasters. They waste your time, they waste their own time, they waste other people's time, and you have to be alert to it. So when a person comes in and they want to talk, they drop in without notice. The very fastest way to get rid of a person is to stand up when they walk in. If you stand up and stay standing up, they won't sit down. And you can lead them out by saying, there's one more thing before you go. And then just say it and lead them to the door. If necessary, and I've had to do this on occasion, a talkative person comes into my office, I get up and I start toward the door and I say, I was just leaving. And I leave and the person follows me out and goes on somewhere to bother somebody else and then I go back into my office. If people call and say, have you got a minute? Say, no, not right now, could it wait till this afternoon? You know what they'll say? They'll say, sure. And 90% of cases, they'll forget why they came in the first place. So control interruptions. The interruptions and the ringing telephone are two major sources of stress in the world of work. Now, another key management principle, and in, in management, in time management, in personal management, this is essential. It's what is called key result areas. In other words, it is the key results that you have been hired to accomplish for your business. Even if you own your own business, you are still subject to key result areas. And the way that you find out your key result areas is you ask yourself this question over and over again. Why am I on the payroll? Why are you on the payroll? What have you been hired to accomplish? Not do, not your tasks and activities, but what results are expected of you. You ask yourself this question, the accomplishment of what results is going to lead to my promotion? How am I going to earn more money? What results do I have to achieve in order to get a raise in salary? What results does my company expect of me? What contribution am I expected to make? And then you say, what are my key results? Another way of looking at it is to remember that every job has a series of functions. And there are secondary functions and primary functions, and they're what is called core functions. So you have to ask, what are the core functions of your job? What are the goals of your job? Now, many people say to me, well, I'm not sure. Do you know what the major reason for stress in American, the American workplace is today? Is people don't know what's expected. I would say 80 or 90% of people out there do not know what's expected. They're not sure why they're on the payroll. And here's a very simple technique for it. Go to your boss with a list of everything that you do and ask your boss to organize it in order of priority. Say what's number one, what's number two, what's number three, what's A, B, or C? Help him or her organize your list in order of priority and give it back to you. I promise you, you'll be surprised. But why is it that you absolutely have to know why you're on the payroll? It's simply this, is that you cannot perform excellently, you cannot do superior work, you cannot be promoted, you cannot get a raise unless you are doing and doing well the key things that your boss has hired you to do. Have you got me on that, or have I got you on that? Key result areas are critical, and you have to know every single day. In fact, you know something? One of the major sources of frustration in work is to be working very hard on something and being vaguely uneasy because you know it's probably not important. So keep clear channels of communication with your boss, and if you supervise other people, have them bring to you a list of everything that they do and you organize it in order of priority and make it clear to every person what their contribution is expected to be, okay?
That was Brian Tracy. His website is briantracy.com. You can check out today's entire talk on the YouTube. It is called Brian Tracy Time Management Seminar. All right, my friends, follow me on the Instagram at Sean Croxton. I don't really post images so much. I'm mostly in the story. So watch my stories over there on Instagram. Again, that is at Sean Croxton. I'll see you tomorrow with Darren Hardy. Have a fantastic day. I'm out. Peace. Thank you.